Welcome to the Old Bastard Martini Lunch. This is a show about advertising and design creatives with an audience of one, me. I'm Peter Morse. This is my show. A very dry martini. A very dry, arid, barren, desiccated, veritable dust ball of a martini. I want a martini that can be declared a disaster area. Makes me just such a martini. Well, now, for anyone curious enough to listen to this show, thanks. I appreciate it. Hey, if you've listened to another one and you're back, well, welcome back. These are conversations between me and uh, my other ad colleagues. I say ad colleagues, but I've got a lot of design and creative folks that I bring on here as well. Um, Recording more or less just for my own enjoyment, but you're certainly welcome back to the booth to listen in. Uh, due to some cancellations, uh, going back to the archives, got a little more discussion with Peter Worth. This is an interesting episode because Peter Worth is new to the title of art director, and uh, you know, we get to talk a little bit about some of the struggles that Ryan and I have both had in the position, and I think it was enlightening for him to see that he's not the only one uh, with the same issues. So join us in our booth at the back as we share our drinks and our stories. Three episodes with this? Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm rolling whatever. Maybe right. you never know. Let's see what turns out. So I'm, I'm right, trying so to keep this thing at a, you know, a running time of about 20 minutes. This, do I, is this for me? So, so Mr. Worth, you've never been to Vegas. Never been to Vegas. Okay, but if you were to visit a debaucherous city, we were, you were saying New Orleans all all day. Okay, why is that? Music, uh-huh. food, uh-huh. Um, history. Uh-huh. Just all, all things that kind of strike a chord with me as, as interesting and, and things I would like to spend my time doing. Have you, have you been in New Orleans? I have not. Okay. I've been in an airport. <laughs> <laughs> Airports and never place, count as being... And yeah. to the port. <laughs> I've been to the airport, to the port, and yeah. then off on a ship. But that's my experience in New Orleans. I've been, so. I've been to both places. And, and what are your thoughts? Um, as far as debaucherous, I, I think I would go. Well, they're both more. debaucherous. That's that's what we're yeah, saying. Yeah, but I'm just saying like one the over the other. <laughs> I would because um, Vegas is hot, but it's like a dry heat. Whereas well, you go to New Orleans and it's hot and you just feel nasty. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can, so you can't okay get a little dirty when you're yeah. Dirty. I, I feel like you're already halfway there, just being <laughs> in the, and and Vegas is also very clean and antiseptic at least it was like the last time i was there maybe it's, it's kind of changed but new orleans like it's fucking filthy oh yeah it absolutely stinks. it smells like piss but it's and, but it's real it's oh, not yeah i'm not saying it isn't yeah. vegas is the fakest place you could ever be. yeah but that being said you, like, you're allowed to say that yeah you, like <laughs> grew up there but vegas had amazing service because and i don't know if it's like they're in their mindset say, of like we need everybody to feel as safe as possible oh, sure and give them the best experience they can because we're in the middle of a fucking desert and there's nope. no reason to come here unless we're giving them absolute incredible service and making them feel safe so. back back before 2008 vegas was the only place you could be a bartender or a waitress and make six figures a year. Yeah, I'm sure. So what are we drinking now? What's this? Oh, yeah, I haven't touched it. Oh, I'm about gone. Yeah, I know. Here, I'm, Mr. Uh, I didn't even get a chance to toast. There you go. Yeah. Right. 
Mr. Worth uh, had the, the bright idea for us to drink a perfect martini. Um, in my opinion, far from its namesake. Well, <laughs> you know, it's not... No, I, I don't disagree. It's, it, yeah. I made it... I, it's better than... Yeah, I don't dislike it. I made it. it dry. Well, perfect refers to using both dry and sweet in equal portions uh, to cover the, uh, the parts of vermouth to the gin ratio. Mm. So making a perfect martini, but a dry perfect martini, I used less vermouth than you than probably a traditional recipe calls for. Sure. Whereas before we were drinking, you're gonna cheat it a little bit yeah. just for for your audience yeah. here. So so whereas before we were it's drinking, like optical alignment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So put this into designer terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speak to the audience here. Visually yeah. centered that Assuming versus mathematically. <laughs> I wanted to be a garbage man. That didn't work out. Mm-mm. You moved on. Oh, Play creative. I, did that a while. Moved true. up. That's uh, true. At uh, Swanson now. It's good. Swanson is it's great, actually. Um, so I applied at Swanson, I believe, at least two times before I actually got hired. I don't know what they're waiting for. I applied three times. Did you? Mm-hmm. I got I got two letters that say thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. That, uh, this is a good conversation because I think it's also like a it's a need basis. Well, I mean, and I think there's a lot of people that just don't really know what it takes to get a job, and some of it is just a lot of hard work. Some of it is timing, you know. I'll I'll even say this about Swanson just just seeing the hires and some of the decisions made is like. They may come across as a fantastic candidate, but the Swanson hires for what they're looking for. Right. Not sure. necessarily like if a need the, basis. Yeah. If the, yeah. How does that make you feel, Mr. Worth? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of truth to that, and and maybe well, and maybe that was a lot of like you know my my first and second time applying. I know the second time there was actually a posted position that I applied for. The first time it wasn't. I was just like, right. you know, fresh. And I was like, here's here's my stuff. And actually, Greg Wiley, not too long ago, get, like was going through, during the move, you know, and everybody was cleaning house. Right. Found my book. Nice. And brought it <laughs> to me physical. and said, hey, I figured you'd, it was yeah, it was a physical book. Figured you'd want to see this. And it was embarrassing as as most young books are but it's like you know I was, I was doing my thing i was trying right it doesn't look that bad like when you when you look at people that are submitting things now and you compare it to that it's like yeah i mean i was at least kind of doing something unique kind of right but yeah it's always kind of interesting seeing your your early work well i mean it's challenging because the where they're at now is they've got a system and they've got needs you know and and they're going to need people to fill those spots and so to what you said you got to find the right person for that spot but you know i don't want to discount immediately just the the process because i also know that like they're very invested in getting the right person as well so chemistry is a big part of that as well so they don't want to get somebody in there that's like they're perfect their their skill set is fantastic but if they come across as a dick, like they're yeah, not gonna, I mean, they're not gonna bring them in. And you know? that goes back to why did they hire me? Yeah. Well. <laughs> well, I you, yeah, you're gonna say that, but you know, 
<laughs> that's one of the things I, I, I did like about it was just that either positive or negative was their humble attitude. Yeah. You know, because I've worked other places where humility is not necessarily an asset. It's yeah. not a strength, you yeah. know. I also felt like that's show me, why Show me I a humble like, CEO, successful CEO. Yeah. Right. It's not a characteristic of that, you know, role. Right. So uh, I, I, that's one of the things I liked about it. I did good work when I was there. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Good-ish. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think something else, I think something yeah. else that the, they have to, you know, look at when hiring somebody, you know, straight out of school or somebody at an entry-level position is how coachable they are. Yeah. Can, they Can I see them growing yeah. into this position, yeah. or yeah. are they somebody that's you know going to be difficult to work with, yeah. different, difficult to coach or yeah. train? And, you and that's a tough thing because you never know. I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this back to just like bringing you on board, mm-hmm. like because I knew from my interactions with you that like you were a good person for that, mm-hmm. and you were always going to be. And I, I think I told you this, like you were kind of like my design conscious. Because at times there we'd be in situations where I would think this is what I want this to do, and I remember talking with you, and you would say I don't like this or this is dumb. Like that's what I liked about you is like your honesty, because you would either say you fucking stole this from this, or you would say this is you know even if I didn't realize I had you say you stole this from this, or you'd say I don't like this because of this, or you know you were always very honest with me, and I'm like I need you to be my design conscious, you know you need to be the guy that's going to push back. At the end of the day, I'm going to say what we're going to do, but I need you to tell me you didn't like something, and you were always really good about that, and I appreciated like that honesty. Yeah, like I felt like we had a pretty good relationship with that, and I felt like you were able to kind of grow into you know the places we put you because it wasn't always like easy situations that that yeah. we put people in there and you always did you always did great with that my favorite project that and this is going to sound dumb because like you did a lot of things but my fra- favorite project working with you was um i think it was that thing for that uh it was the wine tasting okay i know exactly you know I, can what finish, this I can finish your story okay, yeah 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 just, just so I can prove I know exactly where okay, you're at okay. right now. So, so the key to being a good mm-hmm. hockey player is not knowing where the puck is, mm-hmm. is but where it's going. You better <laughs> believe it. You better believe it. Um, so yeah, this was like a, Gretzky, folks. this was like a wine and yeah. it was like a wine tasting cheese mm-hmm. sort of social gathering, and I was tasked with drawing, you know, a, a spread for this. And it seemed to, to to Peter Morris, it seemed too clean and and rigid. And so he said, "Put that put that pencil in your left hand. Draw it now." And I did. And that's what we ended up using. And it was, I mean, that's the perfect sort of it, it, when you embody like a into words. What what does a creative director do, or what does an art director do? That's kind of the exact. Or one of the many, many things, but one of the, like, you know, tactics to use is like, how can we take your talent and, and, and use it in its best way in this specific scenario? And that was an example of how that was used. And it was, you know, it was a successful piece. Yeah. From what I, I remember. I liked it because I know I struggled early on in that role there because the people I was working with, like, you 
and I think probably at the time like Kyle Stebbins or Brandon Murray, Emily yeah, Obel. like everybody. And I struggled because I thought like all you guys are really awesome. And I'm not getting awesome work. I realized it's because of me. Like I wasn't directing good work, you know. Or just to understand what you had, yeah. you know, what kind of vision you had in your head, yeah. And, and, so, that's, and that's a challenge. It really. Well, is. I mean, when I approach designers, I always go, "Here's what we need to do. Go." Right. Because that's what I always want. I yeah. just want. I'm gonna. To go, I'm gonna let go. you do whatever you want, and then. But not every designer yeah. is me, and, and that's the unique thing about yeah. like, art direction. You have to kind of cater to who you're working with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some people respond to like negative criticism and, and deadlines. Some people respond to, you know, cradling them and yeah. telling them how great they are. It just, you have to kind of know how to read people. Right. And, and that I mean, is, but at the same time, it's like, <laughs> I need this shit done. Right. You know, the only way it's getting that's, done is if I'm standing here yeah. making sure it that's, gets done. That's actually kind of like reassuring for me to hear being, you know, new into the art director role oh, feeling yeah. like it's right. sometimes it's easier for me to just do it than explain to somebody right how to do it and right. and there is i feel like there probably still is situations where that is the better choice but you have to know when you, to you do when to like go this way or that and I, feel, and I feel like a lot of that is how i mean there's different clients creative directors have different roles in yeah. too some are more involved, some are less involved. So it just depends on, I think, client roster as to like where your role lies. Well, well they, no, the one that yeah, they do. Because mine don't. And I, I think for right. for me, some of the conversation I had that that were helpful because I was in, in those situations as well, is that it's difficult. It was difficult for me. Like I didn't want to let people do things. I was delegation was something that I struggled with because uh, I don't know I, I think it was coming out of local hero a lot of where I came from was I just had to do so much of it myself you know that it was difficult for me to trust other people to do that sort of stuff and that's not to say that I couldn't because there were like a lot of great people in there that could that I could trust to do those things I did this project myself because I felt like I couldn't trust this person to, you know, these designers to do this. And what was communicated to me was that's an opportunity for those people to grow. And you kind of took that from them because you. And that's a fair point. Yeah, because you were paranoid or you didn't feel like they could do it. And legitimately, they probably couldn't have done it, you know. It's, it's a but I took yeah. it from them yeah. to do it myself as opposed to letting that person grow. You know, so that was that was some really valuable stuff that yeah. I kind of learned. There and as, as, well. as an art director, like looking at designers, you can probably, I mean, you could look at somebody and say, "Yeah, I trust them to take this to the next level," or you could say, "I don't." Right. And I feel like that's kind of your right as as the leader of that account to make that choice, right? Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, I like that. Oh, I Peter mean, Worth wearing know. them big boy pants. There you go. It's an empty Don't leave drink. me hanging. It's bad luck to share it's an empty drink. Oh, I got a sip right here. <sighs> I did have a sip left. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, I've worked with phenomenal designers like Brandon Murray. Yeah. Who? Right. Like I like which we've both who's we've Brandon, all worked with. Who's Brandon Murray? <laughs> uh, the motherfucking man. Um, but I mean, when the first time I gave Brandon Murray a layout project, because. 
the guy the guy was insane with certain aspects of design, but right. you give him multi-page layout, he didn't know how to handle it. Right. Like, and I remember his first project versus his last one at Swanson Wrestling. You go, you do you do you even kind of understand how much you've come along from uh-huh. like from the guy that that was a great logo and type designer to the guy that's just a great designer. But now, like, and, and I probably use it as a crutch too much. It's like, I don't, I don't have the time on this project to let someone work on this because I don't have the time to coach them. Well, right. I, this I, feel, I feel like there's a certain level of like hunger that has to exist. Yes. Like a person like Brandon Murray, like he wanted it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Him he, and I would both show up all back he to wanted. office at 11 p.m. All he wanted was to make great work. work. For three hours. Yeah. Like, and yeah. That's the thing is you've got... Not everybody have, has that. Yeah. You, there's in, in the industry, if you've got people that that are that hungry, they will... And I had Ashley as, as like one of my first students. And I knew like within the first week, like she's going to be great no matter who's standing up here teaching. She's going to do great. You know, and you've got those people that are like that. They are going to do great, and they're going to continue to move I on. And they got a student of yours. Yeah, some history there, but no, I there's there are people that are going to do good, and it doesn't matter like who they are. They're hungry and they want to achieve that. They're going to blaze way right? past. You know, and I, and I remember that in school too, because I was in school the same time as Aaron Jarzinka. But we always kind of knew about each other because yeah. it was like if anybody like we'd look around like these, people these projects are fucking garbage wait who's right. that guy people right. doing good work know each other because they're right. like I hope he gets hit by a bus on the way home <laughs> right because <laughs> competition's a good thing it yeah. makes everybody's work better yeah. and and you know we've Aaron and I have talked about that a lot he talks about a story <laughs> where I called out one of his like he made some some business card and, and like you were saying it's like that looks like something else like I called yeah. him out and he yeah. still brings that up <laughs> but you know we challenge each other and now you know we're both fairly successful at what we do yeah and I, I mean that's <laughs> a little more than you <laughs> that's that's how he manages people I don't you know being being you hungry mean. and <laughs> what can you do like how do you achieve how do you grow you know and those people are always going to do good and it's difficult because You'll meet other people that I think are really coachable and that can do good things. And there, there are a lot of really great nine to five guys that I've worked with. Right. Don't expect them to do anything above and beyond. It will never happen. But they're incredibly fucking reliable in the time you've got. Those are clutch guys. Yeah. yeah. And they do great. But don't let's, don't let's expect not throw anybody f- under here. Let's not name any names. I'm not naming anybody. <laughs> like I'm, those, I'm just saying are, like those are definitely clutch guys because you need those people. Yeah. They or, keep or gals. Yeah. They they keep the wheels <laughs> moving, man. Close. You know? <laughs> they keep the machine rolling, you know. Those are important people and but you also need to really move it ahead you need those people to go above and beyond one of the many things that i remember a local hero was i had some meeting that i had to leave for and we had a project i don't remember what the project was that was due um i don't know we had a shorter timeline so i left for the meeting and then i came back to the office and i was picking up some stuff and i remember you guys are still in there working i was like man fuck yeah like this these people are into it like they understand the importance of this and they're going to put the time in to make this good make this work you know 
And at that point I realized this is a lot bigger than me. Like we've got people in here that believe in this as well. And then, you know, it's all those people that are hungry and want to make this thing work, mm -hmm. want to do more than that, you know? Nine to five is be like, hey, I did the best I could in the time I had. I really got to get home and play Xbox, you know? Yeah. And like, that's fine. There's value to those people as well. And I, I don't want to discount that because that's that's important as well. But you, you got to have a good mix of those folks. Agreed. Yeah. And, but you also don't want to like just grind out and burn out the people that are right. uh, that are right. going to go a, above yeah, and beyond. Yeah, a don't bank balance. on that like all the time because that ruins those people too. Yeah. Well, it's tough too because I know um, that being married and having kids has done a lot more to like center me because I know if I didn't have that, I would work all the time because yeah. I love to work. I guess you, you just like, got to find being, being the creative business, it's kind of like whatever works for you, do it. So we're gonna sign this thing off there, Mr. Man, I, I don't know how much we actually accomplished tonight, so. And we'll say. Maybe a lot, maybe nothing. I, 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 I love doing this podcast, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I mean, shit, Mr. Worth, you and I, like, we get coffee every Friday, we never get to talk like this. Yeah. I know. This is true. nice. It's nice to get to actually really talk to, to people you, you see here. So. Yeah, it's, it's great. I hope, I hope I'm invited back. Yeah, you wanna point. come back? Yeah. We gotta get some more booze. Thanks again, Peter Worth. Hope that proved, uh, I don't know, shed a little light on some of the struggles that art directors face. Certainly a, a challenging position and uh, not easy and not something that everybody's going to be successful at. I'm sure Peter Worth will do great. He's always stepped up to any challenge and he always succeeds. If you want to continue the discussion with Peter Worth, feel free to contact him on Twitter at PTWorth. Uh, thanks again for listening. If you like the show, subscribe on iTunes. Give me a rating, maybe. Trying to keep this show on schedule. So far, so good. And even with the cancellations, we've still got content to fill this out. But we've got more folks lined up in the future. You can always interact with the show on Twitter, at Bastard Martini, or you can visit the website for recipes and show notes. It's oldbastardmartinilunch.com. In the meantime, have another martini. I know I will. Mm -hmm.